Welcome to the Maximize Business Value Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition their business on their terms. Our mission was born from the lessons we've learned from over 100 business transactions, which fuels our desire to share our experiences and wisdom so you can succeed. Now, here's your host, CEO, Mastery Partners, Tom Bronson. This is the Maximize Business Value Podcast. I'm Tom Bronson, and welcome. If you're a business owner who's passionate about building long-term sustainable value in your business, you found the right place. Every business on the planet will eventually transition. Don't you want to transition your business on your terms as opposed to by default? Well, this is the place that you can learn how to transition your business on your terms. This episode is part of a series from our latest book, Maximize Business Value uh, Playbook, 65 Specific Things to Dramatically Increase the Value of Your Business. Today, we're on Chapter 19, Consolidate Ownership. Now, if the business has only one owner, feel free to skip this podcast, but don't do it. It's a short podcast. Just stay on and listen for a little bit. If, however, the business has a complicated cap table or ownership schedule, that's what a cap table is, then perhaps it, it would be wise to think about consolidating ownership. Business transitions typically run smoother when fewer owners are involved in the process. Now, that doesn't mean don't share the wealth. It it is always a good idea to have incentives at all levels in the organization, and it's easy to create incentive plans without transferring business ownership. For more on that, uh, see chapter 32, and I guess you're going to have to wait a few weeks until you hear that on the podcast. And that's a chapter on creating incentives. Of course, if there are multiple investors in a business, uh, there would likely be multiple shareholders of that business. So owning stock in a business entitles the owners to certain information about the business. Sometimes that uh, ownership, no matter how insignificant it may seem, makes people do crazy things. The more complicated the cap structure, the more complex the challenges. Now, let me give you an example. In one of my businesses, I purchased the entire company and owned 100% of the stock. Sometime later, I was looking for growth capital and took on an investment group. That investment group had several people, but they invested through a single entity. Therefore, we had two shareholders, me and the LLC group that owned the group or that the group owned. Now, several years later, that investment group decided to break up. So we had to issue stock to each individual according to their ownership of that group. Suddenly, we had six shareholders. Now, later, we raised additional capital and took on another single investment group. You guessed it. They broke up too. Now we had more than 10 individual investors. Then to transfer wealth to their heirs, several of our investors decided to split up their ownership to their children. To make matters worse, we had issued stock options to some of our key employees. When some of those options holders left the company, they decided to execute their option or exercise their options and purchase the stock. Next thing you know, we have 36 shareholders. 
Uh, most of them were very minority shareholders owning only a fraction of 1% of the business. In fact, only five of our shareholders owned a combined 94% of the business. 31 of them owned less than 6% combined. By the way, when the second group broke up, we discovered that one of our shareholders was not a U.S. citizen, and therefore, we were inadvertently forced from being an S-Corp to a C-Corp, which dramatically changed our tax structure. That's a podcast for another day. As the business CEO, I spent a significant amount of my time just talking to and communicating with our shareholders. They were entitled to that reporting. And when it came time to sell the business, as you might imagine, we had several of the minority shareholders who dissented to the transaction. So I spent even more time walking them through our complex transaction. Even though there are always ways to squeeze out minority shareholders in a transaction, my personal preference is to bring everyone along with unanimous consent. Without that, the transaction could be delayed indefinitely by a litigious shareholder. I was on pins and needles to get all of the transaction documents signed when we sold that business. We needed signatures from everybody or it was going to get ugly, which nobody wants. In the end, we used a little known maneuver called a Minority Share Purchase Agreement or MSPA, which relieved the very small minority shareholders of any future liability. It was a trick I'd never used before, which our attorney suggested. And it worked out beautifully. In less than a week, I'm proud to say that I got 100% buy-in from our shareholders, and they all consented and signed off on the documents required to close that transaction. In the end, it all worked out. However, it was more complicated and more expensive than it needed to be, both in time, in terms of time and money. So if possible, think about consolidating ownership. You'll be glad when it comes to transaction time. Our three recommended business uh, value recommendations today. Number one, review your cap table and decide if you need to consolidate or if consolidation might be in order. Number two, consult with an attorney to mitigate complex challenges. And number three, if you need to consolidate ownership, use the link at masterypartners.com to schedule a call with us to discuss all the options. Next week, we're going to talk about <laughs> any institutionalized employee, family, or shareholder issues. If you have them, you know what I'm talking about. This is the Maximize Business Value Podcast, where we give practical advice to business owners on how to build long-term sustainable value in your business. If this is the first time that you've listened to the Maximize Business Value podcast, there are more than 175 episodes just crammed with valuable information waiting to be downloaded wherever you found this one. Go download a few of them today. So until next time, I'm Tom Bronson reminding you to pick one thing, just one thing this week to dramatically improve the value of your business and do it today while you maximize business value. Thank 
you for tuning in to the Maximize Business Value podcast with Tom Bronson. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition on their terms. Learn more on how to build long-term sustainable business value and get free value-building tools by visiting our website, www.masterypartners.com. That's master with a Y, masterypartners.com. Check it out. That was perfect. I wouldn't make any changes on that.